Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey folks, it's Matt Zachary, and welcome to Vax On, a weekly segment of my podcast, Out of Patience, right here on the Offscript Media Network. Hey, I'm Alora Nanos. I'm a lawyer, a journalist, a mom of a teenage narcoleptic, and a professional big mouth. Lou and I go back 30 years as best friends, and we're here to have fun and bring you a layperson's guide to what the hell just happened this week in healthcare as America gets its vax on and shows COVID the door. Matt gets me. He knows I'm tired, annoyed, and sometimes pushed to the brink by the intense chaos of our lives right now. We're here together to learn, complain, and include you in the conversation. So join us on Twitter at VaxOnPod and share your stories and grievances using the hashtag VaxOn. Conspiracy theorists and haters shall be neutralized on site. All right, Matt, let's get at it. Matt, happy VaxOn Day. Hello, Allura. Happy VaxOn Day to you as well. I'm very happy to be talking to you. What's going on in your life this week? Um, we got a dog. Oh, that's right. You've got the cutest dog ever. So we have decided it is not a pandemic puppy because the pandemic, at least in our minds, is over. And the earth is perfectly back to normal. There's nothing wrong. We could stop the show right now. And you and you definitely feel like things are starting to get back to normal. So we should definitely introduce a puppy to come and like fuck up everything about our lives. Yeah, right like now. just the moment things were getting normal again, let's fuck it up. But your kids must be so happy. They're very happy. Exceedingly right. happy. And my wife is happy. You know, this is kind of like a, you know, people got puppies during the pandemic for like mental health therapy because they were bored as fuck and needed something to do. We have plenty to do. But now we wanted to add a puppy to the mix and the kids are happy. Okay. So get back to me when the puppy starts eating up your shoes and socks. Oh, dead already. <laughs> Day one, like the, the rug is gone. Puppies give me stress, I have to tell you. It's, well, it, you know, it's nothing against dogs. It's just that I look at them and I'm like, oh, that's a lot of work. Well, we had a dog growing up, but when I was born, he was five. So like- I, You had I, a dog growing up? Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he died. We, we put him to sleep when I was 13, but he was oh, like so 18 right years old. right before you met me. Yeah, before I met you, like in seventh grade, uh, we put him to sleep because he was like 18 years old and had everything. Literally, you name the thing a dog can get, he had it. And then we just <laughs> had to put him down because of, you know, empathy and all that. But he was a great dog. He was a mix of like 75 different. It was a mutt and he was like nine dogs in one. So he was great, but I didn't raise him as a puppy. He was, you know, by the time I knew what dogs were, you know, he was already 10. Right, right. See, I only remember you having a piano, not so much a dog. The piano replaced the dog. Yeah. The dog. And also doesn't mess up your shoes. No, it doesn't. The piano came in like 87, but the dog went down in the 87. So yeah, I guess one might argue. It seems like an even exchange. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Less shit. More pedals. Yeah, I more don't know. pedals, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. 
on that note, how you doing? So I, I'm doing great. Um, you know, <laughs> it's so funny. I have to tell you um, that my little check-in story ended up becoming our first segment. So I don't, you know, my kids are back in school. Everybody's kids are back in school. And, um, you know, it went very quickly from, oh, I'm so grateful that my kids are back in school and it brings me such joy that they're back in school in person to, I fucking hate packing lunches. <laughs> like it literally was like one day. And, and I have to tell you, like this will forever be the mystery of my life. I love my children. I love cooking. I generally love preparing food. I hate making school lunches. I don't understand why. Do you make them day of or night before or for the week? No, I make them day of. Um, and I make terrible school lunches. So, you know, I could cook like an animal. I just went camping this weekend and I made like a full three course meal on a cast iron pan over the fire on the campsite. And, <laughs> but ask me to make a school lunch and I would like rather die. Wait, were you chewing like Sasquatch tobacco while cooking over the campfire? No, I was not. But I was really, you know, so, you, you know, our friend Karen, I went camping with her. Karen's been on Vaxxon before. And um, we took the kids camping and we had just the most lovely time. And we made toast on the fire and we did marshmallows and just the whole nine yards. And, um, you know, camping's uncomfortable, but we loved it. Well, good for you. you. Know, the, and by, by we, I mean, like my kids loved it and we tolerated it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> No, it's nice though, because when you're camping, the thing about camping that makes it fun is that you're so focused on just existing because it's so much trouble to just exist that you really can't focus on anything else or be engrossed by anything else or be interrupted by anything else because like you're too busy trying to figure out like how to get water that you can drink. <laughs> so it's it sort of makes you focus on survival instead of all of the things that aggravate you. And, and I find that helpful. So I would imagine the one thing that will not be mentioned while you're on a camping trip is the one thing that will be mentioned in this opening segment, that being Lunchables. Yes. So you know how since the pandemic, like since it's been resolving, there we've noticed that there's all these shortages of things because of supply chain? Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. We talked about like you can't buy an, a, a used car. They're all gone. Right. You can't buy a car or a new car or anything. Yeah. Can't buy, yeah they're, they're all, they can't buy shrimp. Shrimp's gone. Really? I had shrimp yesterday. You can't buy shrimp? You're the lucky one. Did I buy fake you shrimp? You bought the last shrimp. You bought oh, fake shrimp. No. You bought crab meat shrimp. Really? You can't buy shrimp? I didn't know that. There's a massive What do they seafood? have to do with the pandemic? No, it's just, it's just shipping. It's, it, so, it's shipping. So let me tell you. I, so I don't know if you know this, but um, this is like confession time at Vaxxon. So I pretty much no longer go to the grocery store. I do the privileged suburban thing and I pay some nice person to go do Instacart and bring me my groceries to my doorstep. Okay. And I feel sufficiently guilty about it, but that's what I do. And for the past like 10 grocery trips that I've asked people to do, you know, that I've ordered online, I order Lunchables for my daughter because she's a fussy eater and this is what she likes. And I know that it's terrible, um, but you know, it is what it is. Wait, Lunchables, and not a sponsor. <laughs> Fledgeables, by the way, are absolutely disgusting from what I can tell, but she loves them. So whatever. Um, Come on. Anything with the words cheese product in it, it's got to oh, be good for you. it's so bad. It's so bad. So she loves this. The, the pizza ones, which are to me the most vile because it's like cold, 
quasi tomato sauce and some kind of pizza approximation thing. Um, <laughs> it's gross, but she loves them. So I, you know, I order them on my Instacart order and the driver keeps showing up sans Lunchables. And I'm like, why couldn't they find them? Like, I don't understand. So I tried different times a day. I thought maybe ShopRite or wherever didn't get their delivery. And then it turns out that there's a national Lunchable shortage. It's all that cheese product demand. It, it, so, so I assumed that the reason for the Lunchable shortage was some other COVID-related supply chain issue that uh, there was a shortage of fake pepperoni or some such nonsense. <laughs> and whatever. I was like, I don't want to know. I'm sure this has something to do with the chip shortage. Like, whatever. Are you ready for what the real reason for the Lunchable shortage is? Oh, God, please. Go ahead. I- I'm not sure you're, you're ready for this. All right. I looked it up. Two million more households bought Lunchables in the second quarter of 2021 than in all of 2019. Wait, 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 wait. So that many more moms said, fuck it, we're going Lunchables? Yes. Uh, or dads? Yeah. <laughs> it it was not a supply chain issue at all. It's an increased demand by a lot. And so more people than ever before are buying Lunchables and Kraft couldn't keep up with the demand. That sounds like the toilet paper story of school lunch. I guess, but I don't think people are like hoarding Lunchables. Like I don't think they, they don't, you know, they're perishable. So I don't think people are just like buying them to have them. Have At least che- I don't think that's the case. Have you checked the fridge section at Best Buy? <laughs> for the raid on fridges to incubate more Lunchables. Well, you know what I think it is? I, I mean, and this is just my own hypothesis. My hypothesis is that parents who before we're making like actual sandwiches for their kids are like, fuck it. Like <laughs> the pandemic is done. I am on my last nerve. I cannot possibly be expected to make school lunch. This is what you're eating. So they have to make a whole new Lunchables factory to meet demand, basically. Apparently. So there's also a school lunch shortage in schools. Um, and that is because there's a personnel shortage and like all this other stuff. And part of it is because school schedules have changed because of the pandemic and remote learning and all that. So like everything about school lunches is all jacked up. And at my in my district, instead of having their usual cafeteria situation where you could come and choose what you want and purchase it, they just have all box lunches and all the box lunches are free is for that, everyone. That's the best they can do right now. It's the, which is like interesting because normally most people pay for the lunch and now the lunch is free for everybody, but it also sucks. All right. Is it beneficial to moms like you to not have Lunchables so you don't have to gag on fake Italian pepperoni nonsense in a can? No, it's it's killing me. (laughs) I'm going to tell you when. (laughs) Follow this crazy bouncing ball of my life. So there's no Lunchables. But what there are are like the fake Lunchables that they give for free from the school district, which should have made my kid happy. But they're not, I guess, as tasty as real Lunchables. So she doesn't like those. So instead, I'm left with the backup disgusting food, which is Uncrustables. <laughs> which oh. is like, it's Wait, so Lunchables. The, in, the, in, the, in the ecosystem of degradation, there's Lunchables, Schmunchables, and then Uncrustables, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And, and I mean, this is like serious confession time that I'm allowing my child to eat this because the Uncrustables are by no means sandwiches. <laughs> like, it is the illusion like of food. Yeah. It's like, it reminds me of 
Like whenever you watch those futuristic movies and the people just eat like nutrition pellets and you're like, yuck, that's exactly <laughs> what they look like. <laughs> so it says there's peanut butter and jelly in there, but it really is more of a nutritional goop. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but like, so that's where we are right now. And every day I'm like, how about like a turkey sandwich? And my daughter's like, forget that. I'm not eating that. And I'm also not eating the free one. You have to buy the Lunchables that aren't going to be on the shelves. So like every day we'd play like the Lunchable lottery that I order them. And then I just like cross my fingers and wait to see if they show up. Where do pizza rolls fall in this line of succession? What are pizza rolls? What? All right. I'm <laughs> Goodbye, folks. Laura and I are no longer friends. I don't know what pizza rolls are. All right. That's going to be a whole other episode educating <laughs> you on my life in the land of pizza rolls in the 1980s, which have never gone away. Tostino's for the win. Oh, oh, toasted. Yes, I know those things. Yeah. We oh, now you know them. They've only said pizza rolls on the outside well, of the package for 30 years. I wasn't allowed to eat frozen food when I was growing In up. In your freezer section, not a sponsor. <laughs> anyway. Okay. All right. So we, we um, have our food hierarchy of supply chain shortage shitness. Yeah. Okay. So that's my big story. And yet there clearly has not been a run on crustables. <laughs> It's so funny to me that like all of a sudden millions more people are like, you know what we need? This horrendous approximation of lunch. So All hail cheese product. All right. Moving on. There's like good news in the world of COVID pharmaceuticals. Did you know this? I just found out about this, about this COVID pill. Do you know about it? Is it a suppository? Oh, God, I didn't ask that. Okay. Um, you got to do your diligence. So. You're a lawyer. <laughs> no, so it's so Merck is making a pill to treat COVID. And, and you know, it's interesting. We, we put so much effort and time and mental energy into vaccines that it's almost like there's been very little conversation about what to do to treat COVID. And um, like, hey, there are antiviral drugs out there. And Merck is coming up with a pill that's an antiviral aimed at COVID. What Merck is saying is happening is that early results showed that patients who got this drug um, cut their COVID symptoms in half within five days. So, so that's is this something deal. you get if you're in the hospital or something you can take once your symptoms start? I think it's something you can take once your symptoms start. So like kind of like, um, uh, you know, they're like Tamiflu, like it's like that, like right, where you, know, you right. go, you test positive and then you immediately take it. And usually with antivirals, um, it's like the earlier you take it, the better it works. I know that that's the situation with the shingles vaccine, uh, the shingles, um, like antiviral pills. Oh yeah. I'm reading here that they only tested it in unvaccinated people. Yes. Okay. Which is. Interesting. Um, I, I guess I guess that makes sense because if they were giving it to vaccinated people, it might, you know, it might be difficult to tell if it was the vaccine that was shortening the symptoms or if it was the pill. Right. But it cut hospitalization rates in half for yeah. those who needed to go to the hospital, which is good. Yeah. This so this medication is called, let me see if I can say it, molnupiravir. That's a really awkward name. That's like eight syllables. Dear Pharma. Well, who's naming this shit? Like, I guess that's not the, you know, that's not the um. Molnupiravir. That's not the name that like. No, it's going to be called like like, like uh, Gajungabak or something on the commercials. <laughs> it's going to be called like Covex or something. Yeah, Covex. Right? 
I like good jigavok. Jig- <laughs> jig- it. it may kill you, but it works. I love when they name when they name the medications. Did you ever notice that they use a lot of X's and Z's in medication names, like far more than would normally appear in the English language? Yes. I don't know who decided. Like, throw a Z in there. That makes it sound like or, like or it's mess medical. with the Z, like Zeljans. Again, not a sponsor. How the <laughs> fuck do you spell Zeljans? That's a lot of Z's. It's a lot of J's and Z's. Yeah, <laughs> but it's kind of like use all those sounds that don't appear as much in English, and like <laughs> somebody will make it. Somebody will believe that it sounds medical. Yes, like call it jujujabism. <laughs> <laughs> Put the put the joie in there somewhere. It'll roll off the tongue on the TV commercials. <laughs> so funny. And then, so like, I'm I'm like imagining that soon we're going to be living in the land of some lady with white hair dancing through a field of poppies while she takes her Zuzumax and <laughs> does, doesn't have COVID anymore. Zuzumax. <laughs> Not for use with people that are taking Zuzumax. <laughs> May cause. <laughs> Anyway, but like that's good news though, right? Max itis. <laughs> but God. I mean, it's funny, like we're thinking so much about the vaccines. It, it kind of I completely forgot to pay attention to, all right, well, what happens if you get it? I mean, certainly if they got a pill that made COVID not a big issue, then it wouldn't be as big of an issue anymore. So that's helpful, right? This opens up a Pandora's box that we could probably talk about next week and the following weeks about how this will be the excuse anti-vaxxers use to not get vaccinated. Oh, I won't die now, likely. I'll just take the Zizimax. Meanwhile, you're going to kill someone else, which defeats the whole purpose of getting vaccinated. Right, like get vaccinated, but then have this as a backup. Um, And by the way, I thought this would be a perfect time for our sir moment, because wait till you hear what the doctors have to say about this. Oh, are you ready? So wait, doctors are aware of the Merck pill? Kidding. I hope they'd be aware of the Merck pill. (laughs) Not a suppository. (laughs) Apparently. I mean, I did not ask them exactly where you put the pill. I feel like, but <laughs> like, can you imagine, like, pull them. One point three million doctors. Do you know where you put the? <laughs> like, I feel like it's almost like an odd. If it were a suppository, it'd be an ironic punishment for the anti-vaxxers. <laughs> we could save your life, but it goes in a different hole. <laughs> so What's it worth to your butt? <laughs> Since we already know that you're a giant asshole. <laughs> We're not getting vaccinated. Oh, wait, I like I like this. Wait, wait. All right. So like four to five dentists, right? Nine out of 10 doctors will prescribe this if needed. Who's that fucking 10th doctor? Yeah, no, There's always one doctor that doesn't like this shit. But I mean, that's really, that's, that's really uh, promising like, that 90% of the doctors said, yeah, we'll totally prescribe it. And then- the doctors also predicted, and I thought that this was, um, uh, I thought this was really important. First of all, 78% of the doctors said, yeah, an antiviral drug to treat COVID is totally going to put the pandemic fears behind us. And most of the doctors, uh, 83% said that they expect that patients are going to be much more open to the antiviral pill than to the vaccine. Now, let me say this. That makes no fucking sense. Right. But however, rush to market my freedom. But you know what? I bet they're right. I bet they're correct. And I think that doctors probably are, you know, of everybody in the right position to predict how their patients are likely to react. And I bet you they're right that people will be far less hesitant uh, about the pill to treat COVID than they were about the vaccine. 
Meanwhile, they've been converted by mortality's sake. And they're like, all right, I'll take the pill now. A suppository? Fine. Stick well, it anywhere you I'm, want. Save my right. life. I mean, and part of it is, of course, once somebody has an illness, it changes their whole mindset and their emotions behind it. And they probably are scared um, more so than they might have been when they were healthy and just trying to prevent it. It's kind of like if you were being faced with the choice to take a medication to prevent an illness, you might choose not to do that. But if you're you already have the illness, well, then it's like, well, now I have to do something and I can't just look the other way and hope that I'll be fine. Right. But I mean, I think that although vaccination is still the front line of defense against COVID, it's great to know that it looks like there is going to be, you know, an effective antiviral so that if someone gets it, it becomes, you know, not the nightmare that maybe it is right now. I think that's so hopeful and, you know, good for Merck and looking forward to seeing what happens with this drug. Yeah. My big takeaway from this is if it keeps people out of the hospital a little more, it actually lets cancer patients get their fucking treatment. Right, right. Because that, and that's a really important point that, you know, we've been looking at COVID, or at least most of us are looking at COVID in this vacuum when, um, you know, about who gets it and what happens to them and what the survival rate and what the symptoms are. But, you know, there's the whole other domino effect that if you have all the hospital beds and all the medical personnel taken up with handling COVID patients, there's all those other patients that need medical care for non COVID reasons that need those beds, need that medical attention, and it's really important to stay the fuck out of the hospital. All right, on that note, here are some ads. We'll be right back. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And we're back. And we're back. So, Matt, where are you on Planet Booster? I think there's still a lot. Of, I mean, we're in the know. We do our best here at Offscript Media, all the rife journalism and fantastic research. But and I still feel it's just wildly confusing to even the educated consumer. Yeah. So did are you a Pfizer person or a Moderna person? I am a Moderna person. Oh, so you're in the same boat as I am, which is that we cannot even get boosters yet. Not yet, no. 
Because, so, I, so I, but that's the confusion, right? Can I get the Pfizer booster if I have Moderna? Right. Can you put my chocolate in your peanut butter? Right. But, but so it, it looks like they're saying, like the CDC seems to be saying you should not be mixing and matching. I think they're saying that that is what it is. Don't cross the streams. And Moderna, by the way, just recently applied for the emergency use authorization for their booster earlier this month. So what I expect to happen is that within a few weeks, the FDA is going to give that emergency use authorization to the Moderna booster, and then we'll all go get the Moderna booster, right? Right. Because I think they said, what, like eight months out? I mean, I got mine the end of January, so I'm getting close to that you know, magic day of getting Right, right, because we're, we're vaccine twins, right? We got it on the same day. Yes. Late January and then mid-February, whatever that was. Yes. Yeah. And I think you have to go from the second date. Right, the second day. So like right. whatever mid-February, eight months later is, you know, we'll follow the science, which we sh- which everyone should do, and, you know, get it when we can. But you're right. If it ain't there, it ain't there. And if they say don't cross the streams to get the Pfizer, if you have the Moderna, you know, there you go. So, I mean, and there seems like there's a lot of discussion about um, what would happen if you had the Johnson & Johnson vaccine and then got an mRNA booster. And, like, would that work? And um, because Johnson & Johnson works with a different medical technology. So there's a lot of kind of confusion about it. It doesn't seem like anyone is suggesting that if you mixed and matched, it would harm you. But it, it does sound like they don't exactly know because, you know, they're not studying people who have done that because it's not recommended. I'm digging a pool in my backyard. I'm filling it with ivermectin and I'm taking a dump <laughs> right in there, right in the pool of ivermectin. Then I'm going to swim in that shit, literally. Oh, and that's going to cure me for life of everything because Joe Rogan said it. And that's who we listen to yes. here at Bags On. Um, so there's a doctor at Johns Hopkins who says there's no immunological reason to think that mixing the two mRNA vaccines, so Pfizer and Moderna, would be problematic um, because they're similar. It's just like they don't know. And and by the way, you know, for for the skeptics out there that don't like, you know, government sources and private sources encouraging you to go get the vaccine, I think this is very telling. You know. They're saying, listen, we don't actually think this is going to be a problem, but we haven't studied it. So hold off and don't do that. You're seeing carefulness in action. You know, it's the same thing I think that we saw when those few people with the blood clot symptoms were announced, which is like they put things on hold because it seems to me like everyone is trying to be as cautious as is reasonable, you know, through this whole vaccine project. But that's and the point of science. Science is never fact. Science is assumption based on observation in the moment. Science is a moving target. So they do what they can with the data they have. And I think that's the disconnect with most people is like science isn't, this is fact for life. This is fact for now. Right. You know, even in the world of science, you know, there are people who are more cautious and less cautious and more risk averse and less risk averse. But I think it's important to know, like, look, the professionals that are involved in the vaccine world, it sounds to me they're being pretty cautious because they could have said, look, there's no reason why mixing and matching would hurt you. So just go get the booster as soon as you can. But they're not saying that. They're saying there's no reason it would hurt you, but we haven't studied it. So don't do that for now. So I'm like, all right, you know, they're going to do the one that they did study. That makes sense to me. So I hope everybody who is eligible and recommended to get the booster, I hope everybody does it. Agreed. I mean, I know it's annoying to go get another fucking shot, but, you know, whatever. Worth it. Worth I mean, it. worth it if I can keep going to a freaking, uh, 
you know, concert hall and stuff. Guns and Roses. I've got shows to see. I've got yeah. things to do. So one quick shout out before we close out the show. Southwest Airlines following suit as the next major airline to mandate all employees get vaccinated. Very nice. But I will point out, and this is pseudo anecdotal. I read it like maybe last week of the United Airlines employees. They're at like 98 percent now. They only had to let go like 100 people. So I think wow, like the thought of being unemployed against your own you know, misinformation, uh, go for it. I, I'd like to think that people who were hesitant to get the vaccine and then faced losing their job took that moment to go and actually properly research it and that then of their own accord, they became no longer hesitant. That's what I would like to think. I would like to think not just that they did it because they felt forced, but rather that they did the research and then realized it was fine. So I, I'm deciding that that's what happened. <laughs> um, okay, proactively coerced in all the best ways. I mean, maybe. But I mean, Southwest, good job. Maybe someday Southwest will be on freaking Travelocity and Expedia. Right. Until then, <laughs> we just know that we're safe. <laughs> Southwest, not a sponsor. <laughs> Cheese product, yes, a sponsor. On that note, everyone, enjoy your Lunchables this week. Have no guilt about it. Drink that cold, gross, congealed fake tomato sauce oh, God. on that weird, slimy cracker and call it lunch. <laughs> Lunchables, not a sponsor. <laughs> See you next week, folks. Bye, everybody. That's all for today, folks. If you like today's show, the conversation continues on Twitter at VaxonPod. That's V-A-X-O-N pod. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and tell all your friends to listen. Vaxon is a product of Offscript Media. Our executive producers are Matthew Zachary and Alora Nanos. Our senior producers are Brianna Seely and Andrew McDowell. It is mixed and edited by Brianna Seely. Our theme music is by Chair Model. For advertising and media inquiries, email media at offscript.com. Hit us up at contact at offscript.com to share comments, feedback, and make recommendations. For more information, visit offscript.com. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.